Hey everyone and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh and welcome back. Sorry for missing last week. Uh, I was on a little bit of a vacation getaway to Chicago which we discussed in the show this week. We go into the situation that happened with the, tr uh, the investigation, shall we say, of January 6th. A little fun of Nick Cage as we like to do every so often and his triumphs at the end of the show and a few other fun rabbit holes that Nate and I go down this week. So here we go. Yeah, what are we going to do? Oh, well, welcome back, Nate. Good to see you. Sorry that we missed last week. Yeah. Um, I was on the road. You know, it's... So. Yes, how, how, how did that go? Uh, it went... Um, I don't know if anyone else is doing this right now, but traveling is a bit of a pain in the butt. Uh, really? Why? What's going on in the world? Oh, I don't know. Um, a lot of flight issues are a thing. Uh, usually, delays are yes. a thing. But three delays on one flight so we were supposed to get into chicago Yikes. at a reasonable hour i think like 10 o'clock at night we got there at four in the morning so that seems not ideal no but i will say this utah very clean and nice airport that makes sense much more so than uh, when, no when i was there last uh it was not so clean not so you know they had smoking lounges in the airport still in utah in utah are mormons allowed to smoke no but other people were and it's still backwards ass state so that's true that's a good point and like nothing, uh, nothing like white men talking about what's going to be going on in the world right now so oh yeah yeah we are we have our finger on the pulse of everything yeah so to get we'll get we'll get back to that one in a second but no it was uh yeah i went out to chicago for like essentially the week yeah and First time there in a long time. First time actually spending time there. Lovely city. I get Very it. Very lovely city. Very lovely city. Also Good hit food. at a time where the weather was not brutal. So Yeah, that's very rare for late June, early July if you for what you got. Yeah. We missed like the one day we were supposed to get in when it was like that hundred degree day of humidity and brutalness and then it was like I was seventy degrees, sunny out. One day of yeah, rain. Chicago has like two weeks out of the year that are perfect. Yep. Usually one in one in the spring, one in the fall. Because it winter is the worst. Yeah, and say, summer is really bad. My Zillow algorithm is now a little bit wonky from that one. You you looking at properties? I was I was looking at properties in Chicago just because I was like, oh, what do we got here? This isn't bad. Just I like just, this. Yeah. This is uh, well, well, wait. Try going there in December. No, no. See what, uh, ha see what happens. Oh, I, I, I realize. I'm like, my. I decided to move. You know, my brief move there. I just ha so happened to le uh, move there in. So it was December of '14, which was the coldest. Actually, the whole winter was like the one of the coldest winters on record. Right. But like within a week of me being there, it was like negative five. One. No, no. It, yeah, it was like wind chill negative five. Which you didn't have to deal with the wind. No, well, no, we dealt with the wind, but it was a nice warm wind. Not bad, yeah. No. Although when that becomes a hot wind, that's a problem. Yeah. Fun fact: it's not. It's uh, the being called the windy city has nothing to do with wind. Really, it's also not yeah, the windiest it, city in America. No, it's it. It was actually uh, it was coined by like a journalist in the early 1900s because it was named the city of long-winded politicians. So that's oh. why it's the windy city. Uh, that same makes thing. Sense. Well, that makes sense. A second in second city, 
people would always get that confused thinking it was for some somehow even though they have no concept of history thinking it was like the second u.s city or something but it's called the second city because it was built on top of itself after it burned down right so that makes a lot more sense yeah and you and i were going back and forth at least this build-up was not the same reason it was built up like seattle different reasons yes different reasons um only one involved a cow well, maybe not. Maybe Seattle's involved a cow as well. It, I guess it technically, point. maybe a goat. Probably some sort of. It's probably some sort I, of. I wild, think that's how syphilis life. was passed from man to he, like. Uh, yeah, it's uh, although you know, that goat, that goat, that cow got a, a bum rap. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the city was truly burned down by a cow. Uh, how was the? So you just wandered around? Just wandered around. Went to a few things. Uh... Yeah, like, did the Art Institute, which was very nice. That's cool. Uh, architectural tour. Uh, architectural, architectural tour, yeah. Tour. Recommend it. Get, get get some sunstroke out there. Well, no, heat stroke, but we, you didn't have to worry about it. No, heat and we went at night, too, so. Ah, well, there you go. 645. Cooling off. There you go. You go time. into the old uh, Trump Tower? No. The, uh, we're, we're, it was you know, right, right there, they though. Got, they got some prime real estate. You right, cannot miss right. that motherfucker. No, you can't, because it's... Uh, it's a bit of an eyesore might be a stretch because it's it's, it's, not, it's not kind an of, ugly it's kind building. Of a, it's just a name. No, but it, so but big. what it's if you look at this, well, that's not even the skyline. If you're on the river and you're looking at it from like the ground level, it does not fit with the buildings around it because it's next door to the Wrigley Building. Y- yeah, and, you know these historic buildings, and then you have this monstrosity of a modern skyscraper. But it's not an ugly building. It just doesn't fit. No, but there's it's like few it's like, like when that. you see this like a, it's almost like looking at a McMansion in a neighborhood where they they haven't built other McMansions yet. Yeah, so no. it's like a bunch of well, it's like a bunch of like one story ranch houses, and then all of a sudden there's a McMansion, and mm. you're like, this does not. Fit. I see what you're saying. It's in, it it is seated right in like a really historical spot. Yeah, yeah, like the right in the prime. Yeah, prime part of the city, right the, in the middle. The Tribune right there. You as you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wrigley Building, like it's it's. You know, it's unfortunate. Look at us talking architecture. Like, we've just evolved as a podcast to bullshitting about things that we just know names of. Well, I would, I mean, we've evolved to the point where I can't ask you if you went into cool bars, because, you know, maybe you Uh, did. uh, I went to a restaurant called Virtue in Hyde Park, which was very nice. Bougie. Some guy from Top Chef was, you know, uh, a chef there, I guess. Beard Award. This is all the information I get from another guy who does a podcast that's much better than ours or much more eh, recognized. Eh, he might, eh, he might have more listeners. I just, just a few. I'm, I'm guessing. He's, it doesn't mean he's better. Um, and there you go. So you went fancy there, and I, and I recommended and sent you to the least fancy place. Uh, hey, which I went to twice because yeah, a burger old, was five dollars there. Billy Goat, the old Billy Goat Tavern. It's yes. Like hard to find. Not the easiest. I don't know. No, it's, I, it's hard to find even with map some sort of uh mapping app whether it be google oh or let's not, be honest because... google mapping system no no gps works there no it, well the city's it's the city's built very strangely it it, it uh, messes with your gps guys just so you yeah. know if you're ever using it you're like you're lost it it's uh it's a yeah vortex but thing. but but fortunately if what if you're familiar enough with it it is built on a grid so not quite New York level of easy, like where you got avenues crossed by streets, but it is a grid, so you can find things fairly easily. But not that one. The Billy Goat Tavern's technically on. That's not underground because the, the the street is above ground level, but it's it's hard to find. It's it's underneath I mean, another 
building essentially. Yeah. Or it's part of well, a, it's and, a and, basement. And, it's a basement. Yeah, there's mul- there's two levels to the city, and uh, which you'll you know if you're familiar at all with the the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy, he used Chicago in the first two as Gotham, and you can totally tell because there were many a car chase yes. in that lower level in both movies. The third one he moved to Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, that's um, just but right. the first two were very clearly Chicago, and uh, yeah. So if you're if you remember in like any of those um, Batmobile scenes in the dark night that was the lower level that we're referring to yeah they pointed out a few of the buildings that they used for like the dinner scene for harvey dent in the dark night and... yeah if you um and if you stand in the um the uh marketing district like their version of wall street i don't know what the financial district i guess it's yes. called it's like a two blocks but the 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 um those exchange the stock exchange is uh, wayne tower from right. the movies like it you're, if you stand on the street, it's it it's in the middle, like it's not on one one or the other sides of the street. Um, yeah, it's a great city. Yeah. Great city. So that is why we did not record last week. So our apologies. Um, I well, I recorded. I just didn't release it. Maybe one day. Maybe. You it, was still just, would it was just me, me watching TV, edited, complaining, uploading for just, you. It was just me complaining for an well, hour. Yeah, but that's what um, this podcast is, half the time. I'm I'm I have uh, Wimbledon on in the background. Oh. And, uh, uh, Murray and John Isner. Oh, really? Uh, They're going. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's it's not going well for Murray. Um, he's it's he he lost the first two sets. Watching John Isner is quite the. Um, uh, it's annoying. He's not a very good tennis player. Uh, he's, no, he, he can well, serve he's... it a billion miles per hour. Yeah, that's all. But he physics. can't. If if you return his serve, he's screwed. Yeah. Because he has no game otherwise. He's six foot ten. Yeah, he is. Or he's is, like, is he six ten or six eight? I know he's six. six, six he's six ten, and and uh, Riley Opelka, the other guy, is is like, all, same height. The other American who all he does is serve at a billion miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. You can it's, get fairly fairly far at Wimbledon with that. Process. Yeah, but she, he every if you look at John Isner, every match he ever plays in any tournament, it's oh. all tiebreakers because he can't he can't ever break serve. No, he's no, he's not he's, good. It's, it's hard. But to... he, yeah, so all no, his matches good. are like set. He's good. He's top. Well, the, he's good at the, the world. One, he's good at the one thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, every one of his matches is like seven six seven six six seven six seven or in the, the marathon case of that, like that eighty seven legendary Wimbledon match that lasted three days. Uh. Yeah. Didn't Wimbledon change the rules yes, so that did. you, you like, can do a tiebreak on the last set because they're like we're not doing this? Uh, again. No, he... I forget what it was. I forget what the rule is now. It, there, I think it goes so long and then there's a tiebreaker. They're like after this, we're not doing this. We're well, yeah, you can't have another seventy-six to seventy-four final set. I did That's love it in a weird way. I just remember watching that one. Being it like, was my it, god. Was a, it was a fun fluke, and then um, it was uh, Mon- Monfi, I think. Mon- yeah. No, no, it wasn't Monfi, because that he was another. No, well, no it wasn't Monfi. No, no, it was another. It was French a different. Player. It was a different French player. But I remember that they had that legendary match, and then the very next year, they got each. Those two players got each other in the opening draw, opening round, and people were like, "Well, this is rigged." And, and even they were like, we don't want to do this again. This is, no, no. This I'm not, we're not going to play for three days. But poor Andy Murray, like, he's, you know, he's coming back from a major injury. And he's got, he's got crazy support because, you know, he's British. Yeah. But there's that, that, you know, they. Boy, they Scottish. Kinda, remember, well, they joke, remember he's. They, they joked about that. When he wins Wimbledon, he's British. Yes. When he loses, he's, he's a Scot. Scottish. Yeah. It's, he's kind of in that middle ground of where he can't really win. Oh no, he can't win now either. Well, he has won, so he's won twice. Yeah. He's won twice. 
um, which, you know, is a big deal for them because they're actual Englishmen who always came fairly close. Remember Tim T- Henman T- T- back H- in the Hedman day? Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he... He got to the finals. Just, yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. Um, yeah, no, so I'm just going to do running Wimbledon, you know, because I've run out of footy to watch, so I'm just going to do running Wimbledon. No, okay, that's uh, fine. Yeah, commentary. That, for a couple of weeks, that's that's okay. Um, you know, okay, well, he's down a break, but we'll see. Oh, stay tuned. I'll, I'll check back. No, I, I just looked at the score. Just keep an eye on Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, this is our level of where we're at with society and trying not to talk about the fucking world burning around us. Uh, well, it's it's enough to make you so mad you'd throw your plate of ketchup at a wall. You know, I mean, who, who doesn't want a plate of ketchup? I mean, he could have one of those ketchup lollipops or popsicles. Oh, have you seen those? Yes, yes. Uh, and only the only person I can imagine enjoying that is uh, a fr- friend of the show, Kimberly. And you know what? Sent it to her. She said, "No, this has gone too far." Oh. Well, then if you cross the line, she is the ultimate. Uh, ketchup, ketchup connoisseur. It's disturbing like, how much ketchup that girl would eat. The, she was very excited to learn that the in Canada they had the the ketchup pla- the Lay's ketchup flavored potato chips. Right. Um, do we know? So, so obviously that was a uh, a dig at Trump from yes, the hearing for... hearing yesterday, or when you're listening to this, the hearing from a few days Let's ago. Go. Uh, theater of the mind. We don't record this on Thursday. Well, um, shocking. I don't. I, I don't want to put did, too much did, pressure on myself. Did, did they say what? He was eating the ketchup with. Uh, McDonald's. Or did he... Oh, of course. Uh, I think they did. Not? I think uh, it's either McDonald's or a steak. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, it, it turned into uh, of all the things that it could have turned into. People actually got into a debate last night, uh, or I saw on because of the ketchup thing. It started as a joke, uh, but then got into like spirited debates about what you do and don't put ketchup on. And uh, as always, it always goes back to hot dogs. Yep, you don't. Which and it's always Chicago folks. It's always the Midwest folks that are like, you you don't you don't put ketchup mustard. on a hot dog. You put mustard. Well, the, yeah, because as a kid, I put it, ketchup on a hot dog because I only ate ketchup well, and any mustard. Can, I mean, okay, I'm not a I'm not an elitist. Put ketchup on wherever the hell you want to. You can put ketchup on. on macaroni and cheese. Fine with that. Um. I don't know if I've done that, but I've I put it on scrambled eggs plenty of times. See, I don't like I don't that. Ketchup. I, don't, I, don't I don't get that ketchup. one. Yeah. Um, you know, I prefer a hot sauce, but you know, yeah, do what you want and do what you enjoy. But yeah, if you if you don't, I mean, you you were there, but if you want to get into a spirited debate, talk to a Chicagoan. Oh, yeah. The uh, uh, did you uh, did you you didn't get a chance to have a Chicago dog, did you? No, I or have did you not. A, have you had a Chicago dog? Yeah, it is not a, had a very dog. very specific beast. It is um, okay. So it ha- it has to be a uh, kosher dog. Okay. I believe usually in uh, do they use not Nathan's? They use uh, not Hebrew Na- It's a it's a, maybe Hebrew National, but usually it's a giant all beef kosher dog. Okay. On a poppy seed bun. Right. It has to be poppy seed, um, with celery salt, um, a long um, pickle spear that goes the length. Uh-huh. Uh, tomato slices, celery salt, um, Oh, I have mustard. had this, by the way. I have had Mu- this, just not in Chicago. Right. Yeah, mustard, and then um, that neon green relish that is an abomination. Yeah, no. I it is It is a very specific called Chicago relish that is made a... It's it's sweet pickle relish that they add blue food dye to. Right. Food dye to that makes it a neon green. Uh. Um, it's gross. 
but otherwise a delightful hot dog it, i just have take a few things off of it well, yeah it makes sense uh, it's funny so when you talk about this hot dog the new thing i've gotten into real recently is korean uh corn dogs what is that it's just corn dogs they just put a little little bit more into it well okay i've like had a like like they're like in the in the in the batter and the cornmeal mix uh, or like the, they'll do like the, half the, mozzarella half hot dog in in a corn dog interesting. that's like a staple that's like the the but they have all these other flavors like ink black ink and things like that just it's a whole plethora they throw sugar on it for some odd reason uh interesting whole lot of, a whole bunch of weird goes on with those things Interesting. I, I actually had some Korean uh, Mexican fusion for lunch. Oh, that's nice. A bit different. Uh, col- it's called a col- Colby. Col- Colby. Col- yeah, Colby. Colby. Um, taco shop. It was a. It was delicious. Uh, I can see how Korean they can mix co- well together. By the way. Yeah, it was basically barbecue. what I had was a, it was a sweet and spicy chicken, which is something and like an entree you can imagine getting mm-hmm. from a Korean or Chinese restaurant. But on a in a tortilla with jasmine rice and some other sauces and slaws and such, delicious. Oh, look at you! You can you can you can fuse Asian Asian food with just about anything. I mean, well, I mean, Indian food is all fusion for the most part. Like a lot of things came out of them being in Britain. It's well. There's is there any yeah? Is there any culture? I mean, I guess English food that they don't really mix. They don't use. You don't usually see anywhere else. Generally speaking, I, I guess mean, you see fish and you see fish and chips. Fish and chips it, it, about besides, the only thing but I'm that not really... counting pubs. You see food, obviously British food at pubs. But you don't see but like delicacy, kind of like I mean, you'll get like the lamb shank and things like that, like those kind of you meats. Don't, but it's like you don't see, yeah. You, as a, I mean, I, I guess it's like Lowry's prime rib. Would you consider that like British? No, it's just okay. steak. Yeah, it, like, like is there like a high end? Because you know, other in any culture, you'd be like, oh, I went to a high end. Thai restaurant. I went to a high-end Italian restaurant. I went to high-end. I mean, whatever. they're high-end Friends. pubs, but it's still yeah, pub food. I guess. I, but it, again, it's I. I just it's pub food. It's yeah. always pub food. It's like high-end Mexican food, in in a right. manner of speaking. It's like, is it good? I'm sure, but it's is it what you want? Do you want to spend a hundred dollars on Mexican food, that isn't like a feed a family uh, with a hundred? I would spend a hundred dollars on Mexican food at. Taco uh, Bell, I know. Yeah. No, was it Los Tacos or Los Dos Tacos? Tacos? Yes. Yeah, I would spend a hundred dollars there. Or yeah, eat gladly. Yeah, Los Tacos is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I just remember the Super Bowl that Sam and Josh brought uh, all those Tito's. tacos with them. Oh. That was the first Tito's. time I had it. I was like, this is like proper oh, yeah. Mexican That's food stand. That is, have you had it? Not had it I've, since. I've had it once since, and I'm oh, like, I, I need to go out stuff. now that we brought it up. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to make it. That Venture. was uh oh it was class. I mean it it has since changed, but it used to be cash only as mm. um as a lot of those places tend to be. Yeah. But my the the best thing about it is I don't know if they just did this to fuck with people or what, but it was cash only, and they would set the prices so that you would get change. Like a lot of cash only places generally try to make them as close to a dollar as possible so they don't have to deal with change. Right. Tito's didn't go that route, and not only they went a step farther where. They would give you back bizarre change. Like, it's like they went out of their way to give you back 50-cent pieces and, and um, like, um, 
what are the different dot like a Susan B. Anthony coin or a Sacagawea coin? Sacagawea, like yeah. weird, like just weird coin. When I not weird, but generally not the type of things you see in circulation. Right. Like if you, if you owe me seventy five cents back, I'm just gonna assume you're gonna give me three quarters, not a half dollar and a and a a, a collection of other weird. It was like they went out of their way to do that. Kind of respect that in, in the world. Nobody's paying with half dollars, so where are they getting them from? From the bank. I guess so. They're going out of their way to be difficult. Yes, I respect it. But in you a know weird what? Way. It's worth it. I mean, I wish Sam was here because uh, when Sam and I lived together, we would uh, do uh, Tito's every Thursday night because we did Tito's and friends. Huh? We'd have people, uh, friends, the show. We yes, have yes. friends over, but friends, the show. So that's how dated references because friends went off the air in two thousand and four. So God, why did why 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 why. Why does it? Why did it go off the air? Or why? Why did I? Well, no, it just it just reminds me of all these little things that I see that are popping up with like these, uh, like millennial women doing their respect your elders. I was born in the nineteenth century, things. Eight the twentieth century. No, like or whatever nineteen hundreds. Yeah, that's twenty nineteenth yeah. century would be the eighteenth. Yeah, I know twentieth uh, century. Yeah, but they say they yeah. they get it wrong themselves. That's why I'm like, that's wrong. But so millennial millennials are considered old now. Yes, they are. Well, we are. I mean, we're not young, but we're we're on the the. I mean, we're on the the. High, we're in our the, own the, generation. The, the gray the gray area. There's a gray area. There's a guy who does this great little like Gen X, uh, millennial Gen Z type things, and he he is one act one guy just doing all the different generations, and he, it's kind of entertaining in a weird way. I'll find out the name and. I'll send you a, one we, of those things. I'm sure you. We, might have I mean, it. I know we've discussed. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Isner is serving for the serving for the match. Yeah. That's a shame. Damn shame. Um. Yeah. You were saying? I don't know. I don't. Oh, about yeah. Just the you know, there's some gray area in those generations. Nobody, nobody's quite sure where one one ends and one begins. I, I've just been told that I was on the cusp of I, I, I knew I always was under the assumption that Gen X was born in 70 to 79 that's what i was always told no it's a weird it's it's like 60 something to 70 yeah it's since been it's like six well it's like 67 68 to, through like 81 now or it's something it's something weird nobody knows there's because there's no rule there's well no, no there's like that zennial age or the oregon trailer age that i like to call us uh as ah, well yes because uh i've been told like 80 79 is the cutoff. Like, if, like as soon as you're born in 80, you're a millennial. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think that nine months of me being alive really puts me in Gen X territory. It's just like we were raised like Gen Xers. We had a little bit more technology growing up. We have a weird mix. Like, we're competent enough to use technology just enough where we understand how things work. Do we know how to do it all the time? Nope. But if you... No. I'm like, I don't know how to program. Probably should yeah, learn how to do that. That might be useful yeah, for a secondary maybe. career. I mean, the the podcasting business is a, a let's say a booming. Uh it's an it's an oversaturated market, I'd say. I mean, look at us. I mean, raking it in the, because I'm 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 doing us in video now. I'm not. We are. No. Oh no! I was no. gonna say, well, I would have gotten done up for this if it was. On uh, video. No, you wouldn't. No, absolutely not. Uh, oh, damn. Okay, Murray's out. He's yeah. back to a Scotsman. That's a shame. Oh well, what are you gonna do? I mean, he only has one real hip. What is the what was the line from uh, 
that uh, Edward uh, the the king said in Braveheart is like the, the only problem good with Scot- Scotsman the, is a dead or is well, no no I think he said the problem with Scotland is that it's full Scots. of Scots yeah yeah damn shame yeah um you were saying sorry oh no 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 I'm just saying it's just like uh we I don't even know what I was saying what was I talking about about genera gen x's gen oh, oh you no know, you're talking about uh try, finding a new um line of work to fall into yeah podcasting it's the future uh as everyone does it so yeah well I think now we love you quick. listeners don't don't get us wrong we enjoy the fact that you eh, they're okay here. you're you're okay okay um well, the uh wendy williams i'm not if you're a fan no, i'm aware familiar, i'm not a fan but familiar. i'm aware of her yes yeah she she put it uh best uh it was a quote Oh, she was on an interview by TMZ yesterday where she oh. um, she left her show last year because uh, of some health issues, and but now her health is getting better. But she, she basically said she's not going back to her show because she's starting a podcast because in her words, she was told that podcasts, is where, podcasts are, are where famous people go to make a lot of money with very little work. Mm. And that is true. In a weird way, yes. We, we just need the, the, Fame the part. money part. Yeah. But I can understand the rest of it. Her doing a daily show, TV show. I don't know what. How, I mean, I, I don't understand. There are people who do daily podcasts. I don't understand how. How? Well, like, it's what, pretty easy. Well, the material having the material. It's the same thing I feel about people who do talk like talk radio, like the people who can do. Listen, three, Nate. Uh, I think I think if we were paid a legitimate salary to do this every day, we could somehow talk every day for an hour. About absolutely. Oh nothing. no no an hour an hour yes but I'm I'm talking so when I'm talking about radio I'm talking about the Colin Cowards the the Jim Romes who are doing three to four hours of radio well, sports per day. talk but they tell but, they do the same stories over and over again but but they're by, by them like Dan Levitard Dan Levitard has always said that there's nothing harder than doing radio by yourself mm. because you have nothing to bounce bounce you know you can't bounce ideas off each other like you're just talking yeah but you're a bit of a blowhard. For, Oh, absolutely! Guys. You have to have a you have to have an incredible ego to even want to do a daily four hour show by yourself. Like, but Monty Jones is impressive for his hour. Very, very yeah. impressive. But like, it's high it's, level. Well, he he well he he lowered it. like he doesn't have the daily show anymore. No. he does he does a three times a week podcast. It's but it's impressive. Um, I, I don't know if you've been paying attention to this at all recently, but like how. There's they they call it the new sports media or new media, that's kind of like countering the hot take sports of like the Skip Bayless and uh, Colin Coward and all these guys who are just all about the hot takes and you know not actually talking about how things are done like actually no. breaking down how the sports happened and why this happened. And yeah, well the and yeah, the, I mean there some of the ESP. ESPN's getting better with getting like the younger analysts, the people that can. Well, the former players that are very good. For, former players that are good on, which that was always a thing, is that you had you always had former players that became good analysts or good like play-by-play people on on broadcast. Generally, though, they weren't the best players. No. Um, because they, there was always, and that's always the thing that that they always they would say about coaching. Like why the best the the all time great players never become very good coaches because they can't teach coach what they know. They can't yeah they can't teach somebody to be as good as them. That's why Magic Johnson was a failed coach. Jordan never even tried. 
Larry Bird, Larry Bird was actually a decent coach. Yeah, he, he was. Took, he a team, would, took a team to the finals. But but a lot of – same with players. Like Derek Maradona was tried to – Oh, he was horrible as a manager. Try being there. Because except in his case, he did have a player who was an equal to him. But he only had one of them. And there really is one of them. Yeah, that's usually um, the case for certain nations. There's yeah. only one. So – so, yeah. so you'll generally see in terms of coaches, you'll see certain positions become good coaches. Be, like back in football, it's generally a backup quarterback, not a starting quarterback. It's a no. backup quarterback because they see and know everything without. They know how they to play actually, the game and they can see the yeah. game how you're supposed to. They just physically can't do it sometimes. Like, yes. Was it John, Jim Harbaugh is the – Jim. Michigan coach or is it John? Yeah, Jim Hart. Okay, so John is the John is the Raven. Raven Jim's head coach. Is, yes, they and they, Jim, both played football. I don't know. If, I don't think John played professionally. Jim no. was a very good starting quarterback, so he actually kind of bucks that and a great backup. He came in like yeah, he had, you know, well, whatever. But yeah. it's just like Captain Captain Comeback, Comeback. Is his nickname. Yeah, and for the Colts, not uh, the Bears that drafted. And then you have a Tony Romo, who's who's a fantastic oh, he's a commentator. Like, but Aikman, Aikman's good. But you and in in, in in baseball, you will generally see a lot of the managers are former catchers. catchers. Yes, because the catcher is the is the leader on the field. They're the one who sees and knows know everything. Right, knows so, the batters, so that, know the pitchers, yeah. know like yeah. And the, and even like so, coaches in basketball, analysts, they like, but you, you, ESPN's brought some ones on that are younger. Uh, some hell, some are still playing. Yeah, like I don't know. Uh, they got JJ Redick. Well, JJ Redick is he retired yet? He's retired. He um, retired this year. Okay, briefly. He's very good, and he's 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 kind of he toes that line between hot takeitude and analyst. Like that's why he. So he is the new generation because he's good at both. Yes. Um, but he backs up his take. Are, that's the thing. He comes yeah, with and like, yeah. He has he has the knowledge to back it up. Kendrick Perkins, not as much. He not just, as much. He no. kind of. He gets uh, called out by those guys. That's what I mean. He's been yeah. on ESPN for a while now. Yeah. It's like Yeah. Um what is it? Uh well, well, I'm Green. Um Draymond. Draymond Green's podcast is a, Well, know. he's he's especially an interesting one because he is still playing to the point where he gets in his own way. Like people he go he's always gotten in his own way. Like he'll get he he runs very hot. He's yeah. like a he's like a hissing. I think uh, Lever, no Levertard refers to Westbrook as a hissing radiator, but um, Draymond's close. Where he gets kicked out of a lot of games, and he gets kicked out of games and like does his podcast after he gets kicked out. Like the game's not even over. He's doing a podcast in the locker room, mm. which that's definitely a new media. That's something that's never been done before. Because no. why would somebody do that? Oh, it's different. It's like I'm sure. I'm if if he were a lesser player and. He Draymond is very much a lesser player than he used to be. Yeah, but, but I don't think aging. I don't think a lot of players could get away with that. No, like but... getting kicked out of a game and immediately going and recording a podcast from the locker room. Like Steve Kerr would not put up with that if it were anybody besides Draymond, Steph, or Clay. Right. Nobody else gets that gets we, that pass. Well, he's a, he's a foundational piece of that team and that dynasty. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh. It's just so bizarre to, that that is the state of mind. Is I just got kicked out of a playoff game. I'm going to go record. Like, it's just strange. Eh. Like, it'd, it'd be different if it was the end of, after the game. Like, you're back in your hotel room or you're back at home. Or, hell, you can still record from the from the arena. But at least make the at least wait till the game's over. 
Like, don't don't do so, it from the locker room while the game's still happening. I don't know. There's something about that where you're just like, okay, like, well, listen, we're neither of us are going to be in that position to do that. We're, like, once again, I, I'm shocked I that know. people still... t- turn in to listen to I... us anyways. I mean, some are friends. Some people we don't I... know still listen to us. Talk. I still have time to become a professional athlete. I, I don't know why you're writing that off. Um, okay. I could... like, as hey, soon as you G- get hey, in a Gina, wheelchair. Hey, hey and... Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Shooter turned to our. Yeah. She she started archery uh, late into her acting. Did she made the Olympics, right? She was an alternate in the. Oh, Olympics. okay. Well, still pretty, still pretty good for considering she was not like a lifelong archer. She took it up. Yeah. Like later in. She probably took I don't it up later. As a role. Later in life, because I mean, she was in her like thirties when she took it up. Yeah. But that's still pretty late to be taking up a sport and then to get to an Olympic level. Are you? Are you? Not, are you in your thirties? No. Yeah. Well, wait. If if you go by the um, the Gregorian calendar, maybe, maybe, I'll have to do the calculations on. Oh, uh, by the calendar of Gregorian. Yeah, we've... yeah. The Julian calendar, no. Gregorian, yeah, Gregorian, Gregorian calendar, calendar, maybe. I think that's um, the title no, of the Gregorian I, calendar episode. Hey, you know, I could be. Uh, I could. I'm. I'm a good shot. I could. I could. I, I don't doubt start that, doing actually. doing like a skeet shooting or a. Or a I, I still think curling or... is our our only way. Uh, we got to find a nation that is uh doesn't have a curling team. Um, it's Jamaica because they you know they they they've they didn't always have a Winter Olympics program, but famously they yeah. they started one, and now uh, now they've got one. They do Tonga. Remember the 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 that. Uh, Famous guy, the the shirtless, oiled up guy. That's the Tonga Tongan flag bearer. Yes, um, he qualified both in the summer and winter Olympics for Tonga, but mostly because in the they don't really have a winter Olympics yeah. team, so he just qualified. It's like because... Eddie the Eagle. I don't know if anyone remembers this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like they did movie hey. about it with Hugh Jackman and uh, yeah, uh, what's his Less, name? Egerton. Lesser Edgerton. Edgerton. Joel. Joel. Edgerton. Joel. Yeah. Lesser known, uh, didn't you know? But yeah, it's interesting story. Yeah, uh, ski jumper out of uh, out of England, flew under the the British flag, which is uh, uh, as one does, as one does. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we could find a country that uh, that is looking for looking for some someone someone. I, I'm getting a lot of requests of like, how do we get out of the U.S. right now? I was like, uh, um, I'm like, my not... passport is not as useful as it used to be be honest with you uh but as a non-american so what are yeah where are you a citizen of? i am a citizen of the united kingdom okay so you're and not a man you're not a, you're not a ronin you're not a man with no country no uh well i i'm treated i i like to call myself a man with no land um i do not belong yeah. in america or back where i'm from um that's that seems harsh to say well i i, I say in the sense is like I, I I find it funny where Americans are like I say this is pretty much an American without being an American. Uh, it is you're on- honorary. You're yeah, honorary. yeah, sure. I'm I'm a permanent resident of this of this land. Uh, and how Americans look at me when they find out if I'm not American is like you're American, and then they look at someone who's not white and is a second generation, and it's like. But you, you go back to where you came from. Yeah, and I go. Yeah, you know, uh, white people, we're not from here. No. So this is true. This is true. Christians, uh, 
and uh, that is a uh uh yeah not very that christiany a... them them taking in the the people who are trying to flee war-torn corrupt countries and no taking yeah the weak, taking you know it's all on the statue of liberty i'm i i don't yeah the uh that that plaque on the statue of liberty is kind of kind of been disregarded yeah. oh but, yeah no no and it, like all of it is like if you're not a white christian we don't give a shit um and even and not in in white white protestant like christian oh no no not it, even catholic not even catholic well, no catholic, they don't like catholic. the catholics no they hate no the catholics. no well no because we i mean famously They're this country was started by, by people getting getting away from the catholics oh yes well that was for the puritans who were religion. i mean it, it took what 34 I mean, what? Can, Thirty-four presidents before we got a Catholic president. Yeah, that's a long, long we time. Got, now we have two. We the Despite, funny thing. I always yeah. find it funny when Republicans are like, uh, uh, "Well, we'll go with the Sharia law thing a little bit later. We'll get into that one." But they were so angered by Kennedy for being a Catholic, mm-hmm. and they were willing to nominate a Mormon. Yeah, because I'm like. That makes sense. And then, well, they're 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 not a they're not a party that uh, sticks by their rule. Yeah, yeah, they 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 they're not a do. They're more of a do as I say, not as I do organization. They're they're more um, of like I want to rule you by any means necessary. Yeah, yeah, full control. And this latest idea, the I've seen a lot of people try to um, make the argument that um, they should open abortion. Well. Yeah, abortion on federal lands on federal land like reservations, and uh, terrible idea. Well, they just rolled um, back uh, the what? What do they? The uh, what do they call it? Uh, tribal lands law in Oklahoma. Yeah, they just yeah. rolled. The Supreme Court just rolled it back today. So. Yeah, Supreme Court's. Uh, they're on a. Yeah, they're on a. Not a. What's the opposite of a heater? Um, oh no, they're on they're a heater de- of. For them, yeah, for sure. For for them, for but Christian, I, I saw Christian somebody. Fa- Chris, put, what is it? Christo fascism, fascist. fascism, yeah. I saw somebody from the the uh, Lakota Sioux Nation, who's uh, who tweets. It's that the accounts Lakota man. It's, mm-hmm. that, it's actually a good follow. Um, he basically pleaded like, "No, we do not want clinics on tribal lands because we don't want those problems." He was like you've seen how abortion clinics are physically attacked like bombs are set yeah. protests people are murdered he's like we do not want that on our we already land. Had, yeah, and they have the, plenty of issues the, of their own the land that you gave us sort of you know like it's reservation life is tough yep everything's is, like you know like hijack the prices and yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, there. So they don't they don't want those problems. So so it's like don't don't put it on them. No, it's a white person like, problem. And, well, it's not a white person. That's that's. It's not. It should bad. no. Well, it sh- that's the problem. Is it should be a white person problem, but the white people just don't. Oh, did you see the the the? F- I forget who it is. The Illinois woman who was just like, for, like it wasn't even a slip of the tongue she's like oh the white life yeah white life the white life yeah she uh mary miller i think her that name. is yes yeah she um she had a primary yesterday did she win i, I don't uh, uh, i don't know i didn't pay attention i hope she didn't because but... she she was up against the incumbent because that seems to be the way the things are going is all the uh the more moderate incumbent republicans are, are getting primaried by the the friend they're not fringe anymore by the uh super maga um 
and I don't know if she won yesterday. A lot of a lot of the MAGA folks did not win their primaries, which was very fortunate. She did win the fifteenth oh, district. Okay, okay, she did. She won her primary. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she uh, did the, did everybody in the beginning was like, did she just say white life? So yeah. I mean, the story was what she at a rally that Trump was at. She, what was her exact wording? She was said like when the the overturning of Roe Wade was like a win for white white, li- white babies, white life, something for white life. And and people afterwards were like, did did she just say that? And then there was some attempted spin on Fox News saying like, no, she said right to life, not white life. Um, but the thing is, is even if she tried to make the argument that she said right to life, it sounded like white life. And the crowd ate it up. Oh. Absolutely ate yeah, it up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Sarah Huckabee had a great one. <laughs> Where, like, babies should be as, as safe, safe as, as they are in schools. As, yeah, yeah. She she doesn't come from a, from a fine line of upstanding humans. No, but uh, she's going to be the governor of Arkansas. That's a that's a low that's a low bar. Uh, Bill Clinton. They, I don't I don't believe they've had a Democrat since Clinton. Probably as not. The governor. No. And and so, sadly, the Huckabees are the Huckabees. It's the same way that what, how Romney the Romneys in Utah like Romney. It, it doesn't even matter that how much the MAGA the MAGA folks hate him. Romney will always win in Utah because the Romney's not going to lose. Romney won in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Well, his dad was uh, was a pretty progressive massachusetts massachusetts yeah massachusetts he was a pretty pro- at the time progressive massachusetts massachusetts masshole let's just masshole. say masshole. yeah masshole that's just uh, I, and now was, i know why he, they go by masshole because it's just easy but like he was a pro-choice like he was a fairly progressive republican but a fairly progressive uh governor of that's what actually so, my father said that about arnold schwarzenegger years ago well you, he turned out to be not too, I mean, he wasn't he, a terrible governor. No, like, no, he had. He pushed science. He, he pushed stem cell research. He knew that the future in California was science. So and gr- and green green new, and new energy, like, he, yeah. like and he's still pushing that very heavily, like you know with what with the power that he has, which is considerable. Like, like I, I know, put Schwarzenegger on the Reagan spectrum of Republicans. Now Reagan screwed the pooch economically speaking. But if you actually go back and look at Reagan's speeches, I, people always get really bummed out. I'm sure I might have brought this up on the podcast before when we were talking about Pelosi and my whatever with her. You don't like, you don't like Pelosi? Uh, not, what? No. This is the first, this is the first, first time hearing yeah, this. Yeah, we used to have – there were some heated uh, conversations at times after recording when my, mm. I brought the name up. But uh, he was more liberal than she is. Yep. And Hillary and Biden. And, well, he was—he was. I mean, don't—he was pretty. I'm sure he was very, fairly heavily invinced by family. Don't don't forget that Schwarzenegger was in the Kennedy family yeah. for thirty years. So those some of those politics probably wear off. I think it's yes, yeah, part of it. Like like most of it, what it is now is like people realize that the Republican Party has become a fascist party now. Whether mm-hmm. they know what that means. Because they don't know the difference between socialism, communism, fascism, or any other isms. It's 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 all woke. Oh it's yes, woke, it's, all, they want to make politics. the libs cry. That's what they say. Lib, libtards, woke. No. I always, Lib, yeah. I I just find it funny when you look at it like that. It's just um, there is this indiv- like this mass mentality of just 
narrow-mindedness, and I don't understand why people have regressed back to we want it to be like the 1950s again. Like, I don't or, think it's they've regressed. I think that's what they always wanted. Okay, they, so I know the 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 dump like the the it up. I I the I a lot of you know you see a lot of people saying like what have the Republican what has the Republican Party become and then I see people say well they no they were always this way they just yeah. They just are, feel more free to say the things that they want to say, whereas they didn't before. Yeah, they opened up that, the, like the whole idea of being PC and everything else like that. They kind of had to go along with it for a while, and then this happened four years, five years, yeah. and six years ago now. And now they can be now they can say things publicly about you know abortions. Uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned is good for white life. They can say that without getting... I mean, they'll get shit up from it from the general public, but not from their base. No, their base is fine with it. They're, that 30%, they're, they're the, that 30% does not the, give a shit. Hell, the, the stuff that came out on the, the hearing about the crazy... Like, that we alluded to with the catch, throwing ketchup against the wall. Like, Trump trying to commandeer his own vehicle. People are coming out seat. saying that didn't happen as well. But I'm like, of course... You know the Trump well, people would come I mean, out and say that. Well, they the, the 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 right yesterday was doing everything they instead of actually just admitting, yeah, he's a piece of shit, which they'll never do. Even though all the reports yesterday said like behind the scenes, the GOP is freaking out, but you know they're they're not. They're not. not they're not fucking fine. Camera. They don't give a um, shit. But they yeah they were trying to um uh what's the word I'm like dis not. They were trying to make her testimony, um, yeah, like poke holes. Incredible, in it. Uh, incredible. Un uh, yeah, uh, yes, uh, uh, um, not incredible. Discredit, 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 discredit. Um, testimony because of. Uh, I mean, to be fair, a few of the things she said were hearsay because it was stories that she had been told. Right. But a lot of the things she heard directly. Um, but yeah, they. But the thing is, is a lot of so a lot of people are like, well, there there are reports that that say that that story she told about in the limo were not true but at the same time oh she did it under oath the these people that are saying that didn't happen are not only not under oath they're saying it anonymously they don't even want their name attached yeah, to it no so i'm 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 more likely to believe her because what is what is in it for her nothing death threats to lie having to um, change yeah. her life she, her her life is is going to be May I don't want to say well ruins could be, but it's going to be uh, she's going to be under a lot of threat because that's another thing. They they don't take uh, criticism well. The whole the, what? the maga the maga crowd they oh they they choose violence they choose violence. Well, that's what I always um, find funny when people compare the extreme left to the extreme right. It's like I'm like the extreme left. Okay, um, they want Medicare for all. They want this bastard free education. They want like all these things that are like oh no. <laughs> The other one want internment camps and concentration camps and, you know. I think you can make the argument that one extreme, even, I mean, I'll admit there is an extreme left, but. Not nearly uh, scary as extreme right. No. They're no, not no. terrorists. I mean, you can make the argument the extreme left wants the best for everyone. Yeah. Thing, things like renewable energy, uh, medical, you know, health, want... care for, health, health care for all. These are for the greater good, whereas. They want to help, so they want to help everyone. The extreme right wants to kill or not control. necessarily kill everyone. Control, 
control. And if they have to kill him, then so they be it. will, that's, and they won't that's, have that's... a problem with it. And you look at things like the the Rittenhouse thing, the self defense thing. Like there are three two people that are dead from that that don't have to be dead if he yeah. doesn't go across straight lines with a gun. Yeah. And yeah. now he was, he was look, looking for trouble. He was. You don't go somewhere with an assault rifle. Or whatever yeah. the hell the AR stands for, which is assault type rifle. Yeah, that's yes. a, that's a. And they always get sticking, on that. It's it's a, it's a sticking point. It's like their their one defense is that it's not the AR AR fifteen doesn't stand for assault rifle, which is true. Uh, it stands for the name of the the person yeah. that, that owns the company. I forget I forget the name of the company. Um, but uh, yeah, he. Yeah, the I do take some, you know. I can't think of words today. No, um, it's okay. I is think... that everybody, you know, Rittenhouse himself, seemed, and a lot of his supporters seemed to be under the impression that, like, oh, he's going to become, like, a, a a hero for the cause and, and this and that. He has not. They've kind of chewed him up and spit him out. They don't. Same he's thing still happened trying, to. Um, he's still trying to hold he, well, on to the little He's bit. trying, but no, but it's not it's not working. The... It's like when they tried to make uh, Taylor Kitsch a leading man. It didn't, oh, it didn't, it didn't work. work. They tried. It didn't work. It yeah, didn't stick. Best to let that one go. Uh, Taylor um, Kitsch is a fine actor. He's just, you know. He's fine. He's fine. They just tried to, they tried to make it happen with him as a leading man. It's got to come naturally. Work. It doesn't Same always. thing happened with um, with Army Hammer. But, you know, oh, he's, yeah. had, he's, had, he's had some other problems. But, you know, they tried to make him a leading man for a while there. Lone Ranger and some other movies. That Uncle. Just, uh, Uncle? The, the Man from Uncle. Yeah. Um. Sam Worthington was another one that was very. Although he he did have Avatar. Yeah, well, that, another... that's that's like a that's a, what's his face, uh, Shia LaBeouf kind of territory, where it didn't Ooh, matter. Shia who, Sh- didn't matter the, the actor. Shia... Yes, but I will say that that's the, that is my complaint about Taylor Kitsch, Sam Worthington, Army Hammer is that they just don't have the on-screen charisma. Shia LaBeouf has that. He's got some he's great crazy. comedic he's, timing. He's always oh, crazy. Yeah, but yeah, he. That is the reason why I actually enjoyed the first Transformers because he did make it fun. Yeah. And then the, the later ones just became like, okay, we're just watching two CGI robots fight each other. And testicles. He likes. Yeah. That was a necessary like, thing. The, the um, it, which is why a lot of people were kind of like, okay, Shy is gonna be Indiana Jones' son. Okay, we can work with this because he has charisma. He's funny. He can do action. He this, actually could have done that if if he didn't go crazy and that movie wasn't hot garbage. Now it was terrible. I will defend the Crystal Skull in the sense of like, yeah, I'm okay with it, even though it's aliens. Because I mean, let's be honest, all, aliens are yeah. more likely to be around than a Grail yeah. that gives you a yeah. more life. Uh, yeah, that's the. Uh, I can't believe they went. Uh, they went aliens when. Have you watched the other three movies? Yeah. Um, I, I, there was the, there was the the Ark of the Covenant. Yep. There was um, a Some, very qua- a questionably racist uh, one where the uh, hearts were removed from living people. Yeah, um, in Indian and some and, stones that glowed. And stones and glowed, and then there was the uh, Holy Grail. Yeah. So let's not act like those movies were grounded in reality. Yeah. I'm like, I, that's why I'm like, I'm okay with it. And like, we've all heard about the crystal skulls. It's a thing. Yeah. And yeah. So, it was, it, the ending, you know, spoiler alert, was jarring. Yeah, um, it wasn't the best ending, no. Be, because up to that point, it sort of was following a, a Indiana Jones Theme. template. Yeah. Yeah. And except for um, the, the amount of CGI on that one just kind of took 
the yeah. Well, a lot of people were lost with him him being in the refrigerator. Uh, um, I don't, from I don't honestly nucle- at that point I don't, I don't. I care. don't care. I mean, hell, hell, a refrigerator would protect a lead refrigerator would protect you more than uh, Schwarzenegger hiding behind a tree. Yes. Predator. Um. I, I'm curious when that new indie movie coming. I've I've seen like I don't think anything has been no, outside of a teaser. Released. A teaser yeah. poster is the only thing they've released where it's yeah. the sh- you can see his shadow in the shape of like indie. Yeah. Um. From the first one. He's you know he I mean the man is God Harrison Ford's almost eighty years old. Yeah, he's got to be like seventy eight or so. I mean hell, Clint he crashed another plane. Doing... I think. Uh, did he? I think so. I think I saw something about that. Uh, I might be wrong, but yeah. well, well, one of his crash. Okay, he's had a few mishaps. Um, his the crash on the golf course was actually a, a sh- proving how good a pilot. He yes, because he actually he had engine failure and he survived it by landing it on a golf course. That thing he did on the uh, tarmac, it was that at John Wayne Airport, I think, um... where he tried to like take he he pulled on to like a. He basically blocked, almost blocked a. He almost caused an, an accident with commercial airliners because he was on a taxiway when he thought he was on a runway, or maybe it was the reverse. That is like okay, maybe he shouldn't be flying situation. But the thing where he landed on the golf course was actually an impressive feat of flying. Um, and obviously, also people had a lot of jokes with the uh, using the Indiana Jones quote from Last okay. Crusade, where he can fly planes but can't land them. them. So of course, him crash landing it was very funny. Yeah. Oh, it's a good one. That is a good one. Oh. Um, you know. No, no like uh, the, that was a, that was a an old one. So that what I thought was a thing was not a thing. So my uh, apologies. No, I, I mean, I you know, I I'm, I'd be curious to know. on the, I would assume if we're talking actors who are pilots, that John uh, Travolta is probably the highest skilled one uh, because I, he's he's actually maybe licensed. Tom Cruise. He's like. Well, um, I don't know. You know, when you're when you have a pilot's license, you have you have to have a certain hour to build up to bigger and bigger planes. Right. I don't know where Tom Cruise is like, like how high up he's licensed. I to think fly. he's on fighter planes. Like he's. Well, he's like, not flying the fighter planes. Uh, I he's believe he in is the fighter now. planes. Um, I would he, assume. He well, can. He, I mean, well, the, I mean that that P fifty one Mustang in, in Top Gun Maverick is his. Yeah. Um, but that's but different. He, that's like John Travolta is flying airliner. Oh like yeah, he, yeah. He he owns airliner. He has a, a taxi way up to his house. Yeah, yes, he does. Um, but like, so in the you know, so I'm not sure who who would be considered the most. High. But I will say this for for Harrison Ford, he's also a licensed helicopter pilot, which right. is pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, Han Solo should be able to fly shit, you know, <laughs> right? I would assume so. That would be nice uh, to think. Yeah, I, I actually saw uh, Maverick again because, you know, to see if I picked up any things, any plot lines that were missing. Not really. It was just fun to watch again. It, it, it is helpful. If you haven't gone to see Maverick, do see the movie before. Like, do go see Top, see Top Gun before you see Top Gun Maverick. It does help with some of the things yeah, you might miss. Yeah, well, because there are just so many fun callbacks. Like, not just that. You don't realize that Penny, who is Jennifer Connelly, is yeah. actually a reference in the original movie yeah. As the admiral's daughter, that Pete Mitchell he, got kicked yeah. out of scenarios. Out, of, yeah, yeah. There is a very, very quick reference to him getting in trouble for for sleeping with an uh, ambassador, an admiral's daughter. And yes, they reference in the new one that oh, it's her. So yeah, it's clever. 
it's just, it's just, it's just, like, you know, in the, you know, with, I, again, I don't want to, hell, I'm not spoiling anything if you haven't seen it by now. Um, yeah, there are a lot of fun callbacks. The silver Porsche callback, huh? you know, his, his, his ladies all seem to drive Porsches. Um, that's not, I, it's, that, it, I don't it, think it, that's really spoiler stuff right there. N- oh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, friend of the show is in it. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that was, ju- that was jarring in the opening minutes. Bob Stevenson. Uh, you know, folks, you're watching. Yeah, Bob. Bob. Shout out, shout out, shout Bob, out Bob Stevenson. Um, he didn't. I don't, did he have a? I think he had a line. Yeah, he they had did the line, whole. Yeah. They had, you know, they they do. The, they always do the mission control thing. Like, give me a go for launch, and every every little, you know, every person has to go. We're good. We're yeah. good. We're good. And I think that that was the extent of his. Yeah, he had his one thing other line, with, I believe. I was like, he was just kind of background filler, but I'm like, nice of you know, it's, hey, it's a credit. Go yeah, for it. hey, you know your opening opening scene. That was a, you know. He's got some memorable scenes though in other movies, which is just kind of. Well, funny. I mean, um, what is the Solari? What is the Dennis Solari? His, his, Dennis Solari. That's his. That's his. That's his opus. Yeah. That's his magnus opus. Well, I mean, he did take from Fight Club, where he was the the dildo in Fight Club scene. Oh wow! That a lot of people are like, oh wait, that's him. Like. Oh. Wow, I have not seen Fight Club in a long yeah, time. Yeah, when Ed Norton gets pulled by the TSA, which I don't think was TSA back in those days. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't love Fight Club. I that's why I've not really watched it. It's many a, it's, times a, it's a rough movie. Con Air is one of my favorite roles of his. If people don't remember him. First, his first credited show. He was the when you know how they go and land in that little dinky airport. Oh yeah, yes, yes. He, he's flying the Cessna. I did know that. I did remember that. Yeah, so, after the fact, because right. I didn't know Bob at the time. No. But I remembered after the fact. Um, what a great movie! Uh, yes, Connor. Yeah. So like uh, that. That Nick Cage. That's that's Nick Cage's well, they, second. Oh, surge. Would you say third? What? Like the second act, act of his career? Because his third um, act is now fire. Like what's going on right now? I'm yeah. loving it. Okay. Well, yeah, because okay, eighties. He kind of was the quirky leading man, and and some sort like it kind of always an eccentric. Yeah, character. You know, he never played like straight. Well, no, he did try straight romantic comedy like um, uh, Honeymoon in Vegas with Sarah Jessica Parker and um, James Caan, where it was. Yeah, just that was like the like tail a, end of that wing. Like you know, he had. Yeah, uh, but he had, but he had like Cher, the uh, that I'm thinking of. Uh, Moon, uh, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yeah. Yeah, and so in the eighties, he had like. Uh, I mean, he did Valley Racing Girl. Arizona. He was doing like he did like uh, Wild at Heart, David Lynch. You know, he did some yeah, David Birdie. Lynch movies. Yeah, he did Coen Brothers. So he was doing quirky leading roles. Right. Um, none of them like terribly mainstream, except for the Honeymoon in Vegas. And he, I mean, I guess he did some. But yeah, then then he became like certified blockbuster action star in the the nineties. The, the Rock into the aughts with The Rock, Conair, Con Gone, um, Gone in 60 Seconds. Though, see, to me, that is the, that is the high point of Cage. National Treasure then, was the, like the end of that. I love National it's Treasure. Same here. I, National Treasure 2, love it. Second, second one was it. not as good. First no, one was awesome. But it's still... Um, but yeah, he's, you know, because he, 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 his whole manic energy thing, mm. it, it works, it worked. And yeah, then he, then his, his, like his third act happening. is... Um, it's just oh, hell, right this now. might be his fourth act because his third act was like a lot of straight to straight to you know VOD slash straight to DVD. Yeah, he's doing yeah. a lot of because he was paying off his debts. Yeah, but I'm thinking like this whole pig and all these all these straight to yeah. VODs are the rise of this third, and now it's like the yeah. epitome of this probably Oscar nominated film of him being himself 
in yeah, a movie. Yeah, playing it, yeah. Um, Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Gonna go see it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't I see, see it either, it. but it, it looks... He's well. He's always been very self-aware in that he's all he knows that he's kind of insane, and he plays into it. Johnny Depp's kind of the same way. Like Johnny Depp knows that he's crazy. He doesn't need you to tell him he's crazy. He knows, and he's sort of it, he's built. A, he's Johnny Depp's built his entire persona on. He actually is Captain Jack Sparrow. Like he, he's now not he a is. character. He is him. And on that like, note, he, Nate, that is the note we'll we'll head out on. Yeah. Because I'm like Johnny Depp. Yep, there we go. We got we got like that little. Yeah, he. I mean, he, he dresses like it's crazy. It's uh, crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Good time Any good. other good meals besides uh, besides those two? What, I'm sorry, Nobu, you didn't get the pizza. Which was well, no pizza. Always good. Never got a deep so dish. Never got a shot. That's, that's sad. It is, but like at the same point in time, we were going to wait an hour and a half to get in. No, the I mean, like, and, uh, maybe not when the lady's hangry. No. No, no, and it's it's you know that is a chain. So it, you could make the but the thing is with Chicago is that there are there are a couple the the places that are the most well known for the deep dish kind of are not chains but have multiple locations. Yeah, there aren't that many. You're, even if you ask a, a like native Chicagoan, they will tell you Lou Malnati's. My sister's lived there for 15 years. She will tell you, yeah, oh, Lou's the, Lou's is the best. 